0: That's great. I enjoy gaming, but in my free time, I also do photography. <laughs> you are listening to the Freelancer Codex. Steve loves a Podcast that. brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn Network. Welcome,
1: freelancers, to episode 140 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. One of the longest-running podcasts in the world, because if you think about it, most, ep- most podcasts don't even make it to episode 140. We did, so to everyone else that didn't, suck it! So this is a
2: podcast That's
1: where rough man,
2: <laughs> salty today. I it have has a little. in the whole world, all right? We, Just we get are, banned by everyone on Twitter.
1: We might be banned by everyone. Um, Devin, uh, Devin, I would like to tell everyone out there listening that our Devin was able to get banned by Ryan McCaffrey himself of IGN was blocked on Twitter, um, by Ryan today. So Devin, congratulations for doing that. I think this, this is actually this is my first block. I, I that's actually not true um, because we know you've been blocked by many people on Twitter. I believe this is actually the second time you have been blocked by Ryan. Um, so I'm actually wow. I'm actually 90% sure that that is correct. Um, Devin was also later blocked by the community manager of Halo for a time. So which is kind of ironic um, and you think about it. So fun stories there.
2: What? When When did that happen?
1: BS Angel blocked you um, back in 2000. And, it must have been like 2012. I'm pretty sure. It's true. So I think they eventually she, unblocked you she also. followed me. I know. I'm just saying this is not the first time you've been blocked by someone. <laughs> um nor for, will it be the last no it probably won't be the last either so welcome everyone to episode 140 where devin is been blocked. i've never seen devin turn more red on the show either than he is right now it also might be the lighting um devin mike thanks for being here first of all i've got some dates that i want to announce here devin's going to spit out that water all over his computer um xbox series x will be launching in 54 days the playstation 5 will be launching in 56 days 2021 will be here in 106 days, which is something I think we're all looking forward to. 2020 finally being over. Then we've got, you know, Cyberpunk will be here in 63 days. Godfall will be here in 56 days. Um, SJ (laughs) wants to know. Do you want to tell the story, Devin? Or should we wait till? I
2: don't don't mind, right? I mean, we can wait
1: till we get to that portion of the news because that ties into the news. We can wait. Yeah. It's suspense. It's a little, little bit of a teaser that will tell you why Devin was blocked by Ryan McCaffrey of IGN. So it's yeah. the hook. That is the hook. So stick around for that. Thank you everyone for coming and joining us today. This is September the 17th. We are right around the corner for fall and that's when all the new video games come out. So if you want to call or if you want to call and leave us a voice message, you can do that at anchor.fm slash freelancer codex slash messages. You can live as you can leave us you can an email. Us. You, can us. you can leave us an email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Go over, join our Discord community. I will have the link to the Discord in the show notes. You can go find the links also at freelancercodex.com. Get access to all of our latest episodes. Also, get access to a couple of the guides that I put together. I did guides for the last two control DLCs. Um. In order to find the hidden cosmetics in those games, I put guides together for those. Mike and Devin will be putting together content for the website sometime, maybe, I hope, in the future. That might happen. (laughs) That could be a thing that would happen. I'm not sure. We would also like to think... If you
2: wish for it for your birthday, don't tell us, because then it won't happen. But Fair enough. (laughs)
1: Um, we'd like to thank our patrons that support us at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. So thank you, Julius, Nathan B., Michael R., Trent B., Man and Still, Scout69, Dragonheart76, Jeffrey H., The Gameplay Experience, and RZ. So if you want to support us and get access to our 15-minute pre-show on every episode, where today we talked about the Harry Potter um, video that came out, we talked about that there. So, and we talked about a lot of other stuff. We... Devin was trying to figure out why his mic would not pick up him hitting his mic with his finger. So you can go do that there at patreon.com slash freelancer codex. All right, cool. So before we jump over into the news, actually, let's, let's go ahead and jump into the news. I think Michael, like someone's in your house, like interrogating you. Is that something that's happening currently right now in your house? No, no. Okay. It's just like the voice is carrying. Is that possibly a thing that's Um... happening? right now in your house. It's just it's just kind of loud, that's all. I was just curious if you were okay, if you needed to go. Like blink twice if you're okay. <laughs>
2: it's fu- I, he's fine. Don't you're
1: fine. Okay, I if he's fine, I'm just, I just okay, here we go. So, I want to ask you guys, do you want to talk about the things you've played or do you want to jump right into the news and then talk about things we played afterwards?
2: Um, let's just cover the news and we'll see how it goes from there.
0: Okay because there's no, a lot right no. there's a lot ps5's thing was yesterday um there's a lot to talk about there's a lot of new things that we're looking forward to that we have on the horizon um and so we're excited to, for the stuff that's coming up so why don't you do that thing that you do when we start talking about the news and we start talking about the news yo keanu
1: call us in
2: all right i gotta talk to you about something
1: This just in. PlayStation event was held yesterday and we got news of the price for the PlayStation 5 Digital and the PlayStation disc edition. What are they calling it? Just the regular PlayStation 5 cuz so we've got the digital yeah, edition. There's, a,
2: there's a regular there's a PlayStation 5 and then a PlayStation 5 DE. D-E,
1: digital? digital? Okay, so they're calling it the digital editions. All right. So I went back to episode 133 where we talked about price predictions for these things, and I wrote down the prices that we predicted. Devin, I noticed that it was really hard for you to, like, nail down a price. Like, I tried to get you to, like commit to a price during your prediction time but you like just wouldn't do it. So Michael predicted um in episode 133 that the digital edition would cost $399 and the disc version would cost $499. So I predicted then at this time that the digital edition would be 300 and the regular would be 400. Devin predicted that it would be 400-500 also. So Um, we were pretty close to being spot on. I had since changed my prediction many times over that to where we kind of lined up for this. So yes, so the official price for the PlayStation 5 digital is $400 and the disc version is $500. Does this surprise you guys at all? Were you expecting a higher price than
0: what they announced? Um, I don't think I was. I, I didn't. I mean, it seems like, it seems like if price points get, get well past that, that mid, um, you know, five hundred dollar range. That you know, like like anything above that is kind of super high, and anything below that, you think maybe you're you're getting a little bit cheated. So I think right around that five hundred is like that sweet spot for me because that's what I assume most consoles are going to be. You know, with sales and stuff, you're looking at you know three fifty to maybe like I think I think upwards of six hundred bucks would be too much for me to pay for a new console um anyway so it didn't seem too far-fetched for me it seemed right about normal
2: yeah i think um based on what they showed if you buy the disc you're getting ripped off right i mean obviously they're losing money on the digital edition but the fact that they priced it a hundred dollars cheaper uh basically i don't know to me it's like you're you're ripping off the people that are going for the disc edition, because that's only $20, you know, for that Blu-ray disc drive. So um I don't know. I, it just seems weird like that. I guess for, because on the Xbox side, there are two different systems that it's not really an issue for me that they're $200 difference, but um because it's the same system, just minus the disc drive, which the part only costs $20. It seems like if you buy the distray version, you're getting ripped off at five hundred dollars. I I could you know see a fifty dollar difference, but a hundred dollars just seems like well, if you could price someone one at four hundred, why don't you price this one at like four fifty? You know, because hmm. um, it's just a hundred dollars more for a twenty dollar part and an uglier looking machine. It seems like a <laughs> real ripoff.
0: Do you, you know. do you think? I wonder if that has something to do with other stuff that we don't see though, like like behind the scenes stuff why it has to be a hundred bucks. I mean maybe maybe there's maybe uh, it's there's eighty dollars well, worth of more packaging. Well maybe there's eighty dollars worth of more packaging because I mean that box gets extensively bigger when you put a disk drive on it. So you have to get a bigger box and more peanuts and so Well I think
1: also like having a console priced at four hundred and then four fifty, like you would seem like you'd be getting ripped off more. Like there's only a fifty dollar difference in this. So by spreading that out, you feel like, oh, if I am getting the $400 one, I'm getting a deal. So there's that marketing aspect. But do you guys think that the price was adjusted in any way after seeing what Microsoft came out with? Do you think there's? Yes. So you think it was higher before I mean, they, that?
2: they try and pretend like, you know, that they had, to, had this price decided back in January. Like their CEO, Ryan, whatever, whatever his name is. Uh, you know, which I wouldn't trust <laughs> with anything, but he's like, yeah, know we had this planned all the way back in January before COVID hit, you know, this was going to be the price. We always wanted one at $400, but I mean, everything that happened yesterday seemed like none of it was really planned. And, you know, they just let Microsoft eat all the, all the crap, you know, for months and then just pulled the same strategy and then undercut them, you know, at least for their heavier systems. So.
1: So Devin is referring to, because sometimes Devin speaks in salty Devin language, so referring to the <laughs> fact that Sony came out a while ago and said that we believe in console generations. This was after Microsoft had come out talking about their backwards compatibil- compatibility. They really, like Microsoft's strategy, this going around is like, you don't need to buy in right now, all the games that we we're going to be producing are going to um, you'll be able to play them on your current console. You'll be able to play them upresed on the new console, and then eventually they'll be phased out. So Sony kind of took that, attacked them, saying, "Hey, we believe in making a product that is going to be different from the experiences that you have currently." So that was their big thing. We believe in generations. As we go through the vi- as we go through the announcements that they made during this conference, um, it definitely seems to s- to me and to a lot of people that. The whole believing in generations is a bunch of BS that they actually do not believe in generations. What they believe in is that they have a massive install base with the PlayStation 4, and it would be crazy if they did not capitalize on that. I think the big thing that people are upset about is, okay, then just tell us that, right? Just be upfront with your consumers, be upfront with the people that, you know, have been supporting you and been defending you this entire time and say, hey, guys. Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man Miles Morales, most likely the God of War title that comes out in 2021, are going to be on PlayStation 4. But they don't want to tell you that yeah. because they want to drive the pre-orders and they want to drive the sales of the new console. And that's why none of that was announced until afterwards in press briefings. That's why like things like... Um, it, it's just really frustrating that the messaging that they have like everyone seems to be okay with it when everyone's been lamb blasting Xbox for having that same exact strategy, and it makes you wonder, like, yep. So what? So why is it one for this company and another for the other company? Like it ju- it just doesn't make sense and it's super frustrating. But I mean, Devin's been like, well,
2: that ties into, you know, why I got banned or blocked by Mister McCaffrey. Um. You know, because he was getting called out on on Twitter, basically in a post showing his hypocrisy. Basically, back when Microsoft was doing this, right when they were buying exclusives and those kind of things, um, you know, as an, as an example, how it's okay if Sony does it, not okay if Xbox does it. Uh, when they had Tomb Raider exclusivity, and they talked about, oh, it's exclusive, and but then they eventually caved after a little while and said it's a timed exclusive, and so, but he's basically said. You know, nobody wins when you have these kind of exclusives, it says, for Microsoft and petty fanboys. And then the Final Fantasy came out, and he says, oh, that's a great get for Sony. It's good business. Nothing wrong with this. Don't give me your hot takes, Xbox fans, Uh, when he's supposed to be the Xbox guy at (laughs) IGN. And so you put those side by side with him basically calling it BS and petty on the Microsoft side and totally fine on the Sony side. And, uh, I replied to the, to the individual who put this out there. I said, I expect nothing less. It's IGN. And if, if you've been following them at all this past several months, they are all about posting anything to create a console war divide and get people to fight against each other for the two consoles and definitely pro Sony on the majority of the, of their, their takes on issues, right? And so I was like, Cause I you know, I don't expect anything less. It's IGN. And then he blocked me.
1: It, it's he's got yeah. thin skin. So. It, it's almost like IGN is a company and they know that the biggest install base is Sony. So a lot of Sony articles will get clicks and a lot of attacks on Xbox will get clicks. So, I mean, when you break it down that way,
0: yep, they're there for the clicks. And that's Were you the only happen. one to get blocked in that bunch, do you think? Or do you think he just went through and blocked a bunch of people? I'm
2: guessing he blocked was, lots of people. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's no, I wasn't even following him. So, I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I go back and forth on following him. Sometimes he's perfectly fine and logical. And then other times he's just like went off the wagon and drank the Sony juice or something. And <laughs> he's like, Oh, everything Xbox is doing is stupid. And I can't believe they're doing this. They're holding things back. And like, if you listen to his Xbox podcast, you know, which has like over 400 episodes, the longest running Xbox podcast, which is great for them. But, um, you know, all the time they talk about all these things that Xbox was doing in in a semi-negative light. Like, oh, they're holding it back. You know, I can't believe I thought, you know, consoles wouldn't hold them back. And now when Sony does it, not a peep, not a word, nothing. It's not a big deal. And um, so it's it's like, all right, whatever. You know, it's, it's to be expected. I think
1: one of the things that, mm-hmm. that we have always talked about on this show, that we don't like timed exclusives at all. Like, we don't like them. We hate them. Yeah. We wish all games had cross-play so that we could play with people that have PlayStation, play with people on PC, play with people on Xbox and Switch. Like, that's, that's what we want. Like, do we have certain biases? Yes, we probably do. Everyone does. And, like, we'll admit to those and we'll cop to those, right? Like, Devin is an Xbox ambassador. Yeah. He also owns a PlayStation 4 that I'm going yeah. to come get get from him so I can play games on it. But like we understand, <laughs> we understand that this stuff happens, but like the whole console wars and like the, you know, the double standard that's out there, like it's just after a while it gets so frustrating to like have to weed through all these articles and listen to. So one of the things I do want to do though because the last couple episodes Last couple shows, like, all these different shows, like, I've been real down on a lot of the games that it, that they have been showing. But I actually got really excited about two games that they showed at the PlayStation event. So I want to kind of jump into those and talk about those. Because I actually, like, hey, let's actually talk about something exciting. So the first thing that they showed off that was actually running on a PC... And that will also be coming to PC because of all all of Square's games have been coming to PC. So this isn't anything new. Even though, like, Sony doesn't want you to know that it's coming to PC. They want you to believe that it's only coming on the PlayStation. Final Fantasy 16 will be coming to PC and PlayStation 5. Eventually, it'll also probably come out on the Xbox somewhere probably two years or 27 years down the future when that deal is up, right?
2: So I can tell you the what the, was has been rumored online by, I think it was Digital Foundry on okay. Eurogamer. They said they have a six month timed exclusive before the PC version comes out, and then a twelve month exclusive before it comes to Xbox. Super cool. But, All right, uh, that's what they've heard from from their people, but Square Enix won't say that because Sony, that's in their contract. Like, you can't talk about that. So.
1: Yeah, so a couple of things. I want to talk about Final Fantasy XVI because Final Fantasy fifteen is the thing that I... <laughs> no, I, like, yeah, it's like you, all that information is important that people have the information out there. Like, you do not have to buy a PlayStation 5 to play Final Fantasy sixteen. You can play it on your PC. You'll be able to play it on your Xbox. Like, don't feel like, oh, no, I have to get one now, even though you're not going to be able to because all the pre-orders sold out. You'll be able to play this game other places. And you know what? Like, if you miss it by six months, like, who cares? Like, the game is still going to be the exact You're same game. you have all that extra game. content, right? <laughs> You'll get the extra content. All the bugs will be fixed. Like, I, I used to believe in my naivete that if I did not get a game on launch, like, oh no, how can I be part of the big discussion about this game? I wasn't there on launch. I missed out. And then I grew up and realized I don't have enough time to do that. I don't have enough money to do that. But you know what? If I play Horizon Zero Dawn three years later, it's still a good game. Like, me playing it three years later does not change that. So, if you miss Final Fantasy 16 by six months, like, who cares? No one's gonna care. Your achievements and Steam friends are not gonna care. Alright, so Final Fantasy 16 is going, looks like it's going back to its fantasy roots. Um, Final Fantasy 15 was set in a future fantasy kind of thing. So, they are going back to medieval times. Looks like they're going back to old taverns, a bunch of wars, people in giant armor, chocobos being ridden around like horses. It looks a lot more gritty. Chocobos. Yeah, it looks a lot more gritty. It almost looks very Witcher-esque. Devin, did you get Witcher vibes from watching the Final Fantasy sixteen trailer?
2: Um, no, not really. No? I was just like, this is interesting. <laughs> I mean, because Final Fantasy, like, I never grew up playing that, so it's not yeah. really in my wheelhouse, right? Like, I could see, like, oh, people are going to be super excited about this game, and that's really cool, you know, that it's coming out. Um... But it wasn't, like, something that took me the Witcher direction.
1: Yeah, and that's fine, because normally you don't play those types of games anyway. But if if you, yeah. I would say, like, because you do like Kingdoms of Amalur, and Kingdoms of Amalur has mm-hmm. a more, like, action-oriented combat. And previous previous Final Fantasy installments did not have that. It was all turn-based. But it looks like they are going to a more action-style combat. So I think I think you actually might like it. I like it's hard to say because these games are super Japanese. They usually have you know massive characters, like massive um, enemy battles. Like their summons are super big. They take a really long time to summon. There's a lot of cutscenes in them, so maybe you won't like that aspect of it. But I actually think if you if you like Kingdoms of Amalur, I think you should give this a chance. You should at least give Final Fantasy VII a Remake a chance anyway, because I think you might dig on that. So. Final Fantasy 15 was released in 2016, so it's been about 4 years, and they said that they will not give out any more information until 2021. So, I'm guessing this probably comes out late 2021, but I mean it took them 15 years for Final Fantasy 15 to or it took them 10 years to develop Final Fantasy 15, so it's really up in the air like how long this is actually going to be in development for. So, so I'm not sure. Mike, was uh
0: was the Final Fantasy sixteen trailer exciting for you at all in any shape or form? Um visually, yeah. I've Final Fantasy has always been like in I guess I shouldn't say always, but Final Fantasy was in my house growing up, and I kinda kinda learned the turn base wasn't something that I enjoyed very much, if that makes any sense, right? Just all right, now you're squared off between your your enemies and now it's his turn and now it's your turn and now it's his turn and now it's your turn. Mostly because I was never really any good at it. I didn't understand um, game mechanics at that time and I didn't have the patience to learn it. But I mean, to be, to get to 16, you ought to be doing something right, you know? So, so there's at least, there's at least good systems in place there and visually it has to be appealing, which, which most i mean and in that genre like like is there anything more um you know japanese than final fantasy that's that's synonymous for me and so so like i i don't have too much interest in it um but i can understand that that other people think that it's awesome and cool and so kudos to them and and you know you get to play final fantasy 16 soon so yeah so you say you don't like turn based games but Whoosh. like fo- football's <laughs> turn based right
1: like, no. Yeah. Every time we played Madden, you're like, all right, time <laughs> to is. pause, time to select our get. time to select the, uh, play you're going to run. You run it, then you go back and it's like your turn to select it, like what move you're going to do again. So it's kind of turn based. If you think well, about but, it like that.
0: But the, the offense, the offense doesn't get to, you know, run the ball and then the defense catches up to see if they can stop them, right? So it's, it's turn based at the same time in that, in that instance. There are, there are, you know, breaks in between the action. It's not necessarily turn based, right? So
1: I'm going to make the argument so that football go. is, in fact, turn based with a little bit of um well, ha- real have time you, in there.
0: Has a quarterback ever been has a quarterback ever been sacked before he hikes the ball? Um, I don't think so because that's against the rules. Okay. Well, and so and so, you know, in Final Fantasy, you get to get smashed before you cast your first spell. So, you know, there you go.
1: I guess that's true, Just saying. but anyway. Alright. So that's Final yeah. Fantasy sixteen. Coming to Playstation five um sometime next year. And then coming to other places after that we don't know exactly when. Alright. Spider Man Miles Morales. Spider-Man Miles Morales, in the first, when this was first announced a while ago, everyone was like, um, it looks like it's just kind of an expansion for, you know, the Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4. And they're like, no, this is a brand new game. This is a brand new thing built for PlayStation 5. Devin, you can't make that face. You're going to make me laugh. Um, turns out, Spider-Man Miles Morales will also be coming to the PlayStation 4. So it's going to be um, for this gen and next gen, which is really good for everyone that owns a PlayStation 4. Like, you'll be able to play this game. The game looks really, really good. It's, it was hard for me to pick out exactly where all the actual ray tracing was happening because they said there is real-time ray tracing in there. Um, because I guess I'm just not smart enough to understand when something is being ray traced or when you just have, like, um, uh, what are the reflections called, Devin, that they use now? There's a word for it that I'm completely spacing on. Or if it was just normal... Object-based? Maybe. No, that's ray tracing. Or if it's just... Or if it's just normal reflections that we've seen right now. So I'm just not smart enough to do that. I'm sure Digital Foundry is. And they'll be able to pick that out. Especially when we have both of them side by side to compare. And I think that's where we're going to have a lot. There's going to be tons of comparison videos. PlayStation 4 versus PlayStation 5. How do these look? How do they compare? So that'd be really interesting to see. One of the things I did like about the Miles Morales trailer is like when they're walking through Harlem, it just feels like really alive. But it's easy to do that because those are walking sections, right? You can pack a ton in there when you don't have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I, I did think it was funny, though, the amount of puddles and water on the ground and all the slush. Like, remember the whole Spider-Man fiasco when a puddle got reduced in size and the internet lost its collective um crap? So it'll be interesting to see if any of the uh, puddles <laughs> yeah. get reduced in uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. And Mike, you're, you are a Spider-Man fan. Does the Miles Morales thing, like... Does it get you excited? Are you even gonna are are you gonna buy a PlayStation Four or a PlayStation Five to play this thing?
0: No. No. I'm excited. Like like Spider Man is super cool and that's a fun game and and it'd be super cool to play in that world. But but for me, but for me, you're gonna have to entice me more than just one game to be able to buy a new console. So. Yeah.
1: And Devin, you have been. I mean, playing. That's just,
0: that's just me though.
2: I played Spider-Man. My kids enjoyed it. Right. So this brings up so many things like they, it it was basically told that it adds an expansion, you know, it's going to come with this one. And they're like, no, no, no. He was confused. And and so they, (laughs) I mean, they literally told the truth and then lied to us about it. Right. Um, So, I mean, it's ridiculous. And people are like, Oh, whatever, blah, 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 flowers, you know, but no, um, I think it's going to be interesting, right? Because there was the whole thing about the leaked uh, Spider-Man video with the SSD. But considering the fact that it's uh, basically a PlayStation 4 DLC and then up-res for the PlayStation 5, is it going to take advantage of that? I don't know. Then there's also the whole fact of, you know, you can't use your old controllers with the PlayStation 5 because they want you to use the new controller and enjoy those experiences. But... All these games are coming to the PlayStation 4 and they say they're going to support the PlayStation 4 for 3 to 4 years. So why why can I you know you use the same controller? Because they want you to buy the new $70 controller, you know. Just like you have to buy uh, all kinds of other things to get like your PlayStation VR to work on the PlayStation 5 and different things. But, well, I th- well, I think well no, I think mean, it's like
1: if you take your If you take your Spider-Man, Miles Morales, PlayStation 4 disc and put it into your PlayStation 5, you'll be able to use your PS4 controller, right? Because that's how that works. No. Um, No, I think you can. The PlayStation
2: 4 controller does not work at all with the PlayStation 5. It does not work at all. Did they change that
1: recently? Because I thought they just went through telling us that you would be able to do that. Huh. Maybe I'm getting all my PlayStation... I'm getting all my PlayStation news confused because they keep changing. Every it's hard week to keep track of do. all their
2: lies. It's true. I know <laughs> it's hard to keep track of their lies. I understand.
0: Devin, you're going to get banned Holmes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to ban them just from here? Another
2: account. Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> and post it again. Yeah, that will be. That's funny. So no, I... But
2: I, I just think it's, it's, it looks interesting, right? The game looks cool, but I mean, they say it's like a four to five hour thing and obviously it's reflected in the price of $40, on the PlayStation 4, and $50 on the PlayStation 5.
1: So, I mean, there was that rumor in the beginning that it was going to come packaged with Spider-Man. So I wonder if there was any... It like- if
2: you buy it just for the PS5. If you buy the Ultimate Edition, it comes with the base game and the Miles Morales expansion.
1: Huh, I must have missed that news. On the PS5. That, that must have come out later, because that's, like you said before, that was exactly what the rumor was in the beginning, that you were going to get both, and then they told us, no, that's not true, but turns out it was true, Yeah, which is interesting. Spider-Man...
2: I <laughs> mean, everything they've been telling you is all about deception and deceit. I mean, that's what Sony is like, push the PR image and put let all the negativity flow towards Xbox and then at the very end we'll just put it out and then do pre-order so nobody really remembers it <laughs> you know
1: um i i let's let's talk about let's talk about Hogwarts first before we like get really into like our our overall thoughts on the show before we just like completely tank the show but i'm a, I think Spider-Man looks cool. I think um, I am kind of disappointed, though, that it's like, all right, Spider-Man, here you go. Hold this bridge together. It's like we were talking about, it's like, oh, it looks like a scene that we've seen before in a movie. So I guess we got to recreate that in the video game because it's iconic. It's like, all right. Like, I know Spider-Man is strong, but holding up a suspension bridge with his webs, like that's that's pretty strong. Like, I don't know how elastic his webs are, but that's some pretty elastic, yeah. Anyway. He can also turn
2: invisible.
1: Well, that's fine, but turning invisible isn't going to help you hold up a bridge, right? That's a little (laughs) different. I mean, anyway. All right, let's talk about Hogwarts Legacy, because this is something that was leaked a long time ago that we have been trying Mm -hmm. to guess, like, when is this going to happen? This is, Devin has a couple friends working at the Avalanche studio that's been working on this game. Like, they won't tell them anything, or maybe they have. So, Hogwarts Legacy, this game, Hogwarts Legacy is an immersive, open world, action RPG set in the f- world, f- set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books. Now you can take control of the action and be at the center of your own adventure in the Wizarding World, embark on a journey through familiar and new locations as you explore and discover fantastic beasts, Customize your character and craft potions, master spell casting, upgrade talents, and become the wizard you want to be. What if you want to be a lazy wizard? Like.
2: It's a low blow, Rusty. Low blow. That is
1: pretty low. Um, so you can experience Hogwarts in the 1800s. Your character is a student who holds the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. You have received a late acceptance to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and soon discover that you are no ordinary student. You possess an unusual ability to perceive and master ancient magic. Only you can decide if you will protect the secret for the good of all or yield to the temptation of more sinister magic. Discover the feelings of living Hogwarts as you make allies, battle dark wizards, ultimately decide the fate of the wizard world. Your legacy is what you make of it. Um... Harry Potter fans, I think we're all—all all three of us are Harry Potter fans. We enjoyed the books, we enjoyed the movies for the most part. Um, does does what we have seen get you excited for Hogwarts Legacy? We'll go to Mike first.
0: So I talked about this when um, when we talked about the Lord of the Rings um, Golem game coming out, right? Like it's awesome to be in those worlds that we that we know a lot about and they're super immersive. But we, pardon me. But we don't have to necessarily follow the main storyline, right? So, so we were talking pre-show that, you know, we were trying to come up with all the things that they're grabbing from the books slash films to to make ties to in the game, so that you can have that that quick dopamine nostalgia. Oh, I they talked about Fantastic Beasts. I remember that that was a book and that was a movie and and that's a thing. And they, you know, so. I'm excited for the world. I think it could be super fun to be in, but I'm not necessarily excited to see um, all the tie-ins that they're going to do to the other m- movies or and to the books because I kind of want to have a new separate experience. I don't want to always be reminded of, you know, and this is, after, after having said that, you know, this is 1800s, so Voldemort isn't even alive and a thing yet. Um, so it's pre that. It's it's probably it's not Snape, it's not Dumbledore's so that are going to be new characters. So this could be this could be exactly what I hoped it could be and it's just a new it's a world that doesn't have any ties other than you're a wizard, right? And so and so this could be exactly what I'm looking for in a in a Harry Potter Hogwarts game. So I'm excited.
1: Devin, what's your take on the Harry Potter Legacy?
2: Um. Yeah. So that was the game that I was actually the most excited about uh, on the uh, Sony conference. I was just like, "Oh, this is really pretty awesome," and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm glad, you know, they didn't uh, money hat WB, but um, no, it, it uh, like we talked about. It doesn't look like super next gen, but obviously because it's cross gen, and uh, we don't know, you know, how how open the world is also disclaimer the people that i know that work or worked at avalanche don't work there anymore so um yeah i don't want to and, and have deceit and lies and deception between us um <laughs> but um <laughs> no it, it uh it definitely has me excited i was a little like the 1800s is a little i'm not too sure about you know type of thing but um I do like that we can be our own character. Of course is what we what we need to be. Um and I'm I'm going to pick it up day 1. So, yeah. I'm not going to pre-order cuz I don't pre-order things, right?
1: Is that a new stance <laughs> that you're doing? Is that cuz this is like news yeah, to me. Right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so this game will be coming to all current-gen, next-gen, and PC. It, I didn't see anything that talked about any type of exclusivity deal or time deal, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be, like, day and date um, everywhere, which is good for everyone, so you'll be able to pick this up. It does look, it does look yeah. pretty old, but this game has been in production for a really, really long time, so hopefully it'll be fun, and everyone can go in, and they can get their Hogwarts letter, and... I think this is probably going to be really big for WB because this is like the Harry Potter franchise is pretty huge. Like despite like everything that's happening right now, this one will be big for them. All right. So moving on from Hogwarts, we did get a look at Black Ops Cold War. I thought like, okay, I'm going to go back to like hating everything that I see in the (laughs) video game universe. Okay. um, before, Before I was like, hey, I really enjoyed these things. Like, these trailers do not get me excited, man. Like, just the, hey, how many different ways can we kill this person and make it look, like, super cool? Like, hey, how about we stab him in the neck? And then as we stab him in the neck, we'll pull out our pistol and we'll shoot him in the head. And that'll look super cool. Like, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, you were out in the open. You would get shot and you would die. Oh, you're in the truck sitting in the back? Like, out in the open where all these three other trucks are shooting at you, like, you would die. Like, they want it to be, like, super visceral and hard-hitting and, like, real. But then they do all this weird stuff is, like, you're driving an RC car for, like, 36 seconds, standing up in the back of the truck while four other trucks are around you shooting at you, and you're not dead yet. And that's, like... I know these are video games, and you kind of have to be like, well, it's just a video game. I mean, this is how movies do do it. James Bond will shoot someone one time in the leg, and they die. And James Bond will get shot 42 times Mm -hmm. and, you know, just walk it off. So I get that. But, like, I I guess my big thing is, like, they want it to be so real so that people are, like, are immersed in it that it's just, like... It just looks so overproduced to me that I don't like it. But I've never liked any of the Call of Duty games anyway. Like, I really think this story sounds interesting and looks interesting. But it's just so, like... Alright, now what do we do? Now we gotta... Let's jump this car over an airplane. And that'll be a super cool set piece. I don't know. And, Devin, you've played all the Call of Duty. So, like, this is just par for the course for you. Am I just being, like, super weird about this? Yeah,
2: no, I mean... I think for me the story definitely like the original trailer like that they showed off looked really awesome and I'm really interested in the story. The multiplayer I'm not really you know, it's it's weird because they have multiple studios that work on games that they don't have you know, they have features that cross over, but then they also have stuff that doesn't cross over. So you can get used to a specific feature and a way the game plays in the next year that doesn't exist in the new Call of Duty game because it was made by Treyarch or is made by Raven Software instead of uh Infinity Ward. You know, so it's definitely different. They they do have, you know, the multiplayer stuff going on now. Um I don't know. I mean, I pre-ordered it because it looked really cool. Wait a second! Right? Wait, you said you I weren't pre-ordering. Pre-order.
1: That was like two that seconds was, ago.
2: No, that was—I said just kidding, right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, I'm like, am I really gonna play it that much? Because I mean, I enjoyed the Call of Duty that we have now, but at the same time, I don't really play it that much. Um, so I don't know. Because, like, you know, we're because of Mike, we're more into Destiny right now, and. <laughs> um, it's totally fine because i'm having a great time playing it um and i'm able to you know i'm in a different place now it's a, it's a, it's okay <laughs> nice. um but no i i've actually been like thinking about just canceling my pre-order on xbox and just waiting and being like yeah, do i really need to play it or maybe not i mean i don't, I don't know there's i mean when that game's coming out there's gonna be Assassin's Creed valhalla cyberpunk Destiny 2, you Godfall. know, the big expansion, yeah, Godfall that we're gonna all three play on PC because we're not buying PlayStation 5s to play the game. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, am I gonna have time to play that? I really don't think so. So,
1: yeah, so, um, so we'll run through these really quick because there's they they showed off a bunch of other games. I don't think any of us are really interested. That's not to say that these games are not cool or will be fun. Or that our listeners are not interested. These are just things that knowing our group. These are things that we just. We could spend a lot of time talking about it. But we really don't have the experience to talk about it. So Resident Evil Village. That will be coming out. That will also be. That's not an exclusive. It might be a timed exclusive. But it's also going to come in other places. It will be on PC. Capcom is bringing everything to PC. So they showed off Deathloop. Deathloop was recently announced to be delayed until quarter two of 2021. They had a pretty extensive long trailer about that. They showed off Devil May Cry Five Remaster for PlayStation Five, which is also coming to Xbox and PC. They showed off Oddworld, which is so um,
2: caveat on Devil May Cry. Before you go, all the new features coming to that are not coming to the PC version. What? Yeah, it's really weird, right? That is odd. So the only thing coming to the PlayStation or to the PC is the DLC character they're not giving any of the new enhancements or any of that stuff that's coming to both the Series X or the PlayStation 5 they announced it today and people were like what what <laughs> what's so, the what? Huh. That was I thought it was really weird.
1: That is super weird. Um Oddworld they showed yeah. that off again. That's um that's a game. They showed off Five Nights at Freddy which is also <laughs> a game. Okay, so I'm going to like, putting jump scares into trailers, like, I hate you if you do that. Like, if you just, like, put a screaming <laughs> flash of someone in your trailer just to get, like, a cheap jump scare. Like, first of all, it was super loud to anyone that was wearing headphones, so screw you guys for doing that kind of cheap crap on us, right? So, yeah, like, jump scares just make me mad, so <laughs> screw you, Five Nights at Freddy's. Anyway, um Demon Souls Remastered. Alright, Demon Souls Remastered looks really good. Um, After playing Dark Souls 3, like, hey, maybe I'll go back and play one of these. The beginning of the trailer said that this was also coming to PC. Later, there was a clarification that there was an update that said Kotaku has reported that Demon Souls is not coming to PC after contact with the Sony rep. The original video showing the slide that stated the title was coming to PC has been removed from YouTube. Though you can still see it in the trailer at the bottom of the article, and this is from Game Informer. This is my favorite part, and this is going to be Devin's favorite part. A Sony representative attributed the mistake to human error. Okay, um, a whole lot of that
2: going on at Sony.
1: So, <clears throat> I promise it's just Devin, guys. It's not. It's not <laughs> all of it. It's, just, it's just Devin. Like, how do how are we supposed to believe anyone? Like, like you want us to believe that this is only going to be coming out on PlayStation Five? Like,
2: um... I mean, it probably has at least a year exclusive.
1: Right. But, you know... A human error, huh? So, they took all this time. Like, this is one of the most curated videos that they're going to put Nobody out Nobody previewed all year. the show
2: before they aired it?
1: No one previewed <laughs> it. And it's like, uh, maybe we should take that out. I mean, if Ubisoft can take out their apology to all the people that they've been screwing over. Because that company's been, like, doing some of the dumbest crap ever with the people that they had in at the head of their their studio, if they can, like, pull their video and, like, Sony can't watch this and be like, hey, guys, that's wrong. We should not air this and just, like, re-render the stupid video in a couple hours. Like, yeah, okay, sure. So we got to look at the game. The game looks really good. Like, I thought it was, like, it's a, it's a pretty awesome Souls-like looking game. So um, Tim in the chat says it's because of COVID. And it might be because of COVID. But, like, how do you... <laughs> How do we believe How do we believe them that, like, hey, this is only going to be on PlayStation 5? Because, obviously, they want to sell PlayStation 5s. They want to move those units. Like, this is a huge game for them. So, like, hey, if we tell them it's only coming here. But then again, it's like, if they lie about it, how many people are even going to know that, that they lied about it? Because the majority of people aren't even paying that close of attention like we are. Like, we're such a small, you know, percentage of the people that actually care about this stuff. That they're not going to care. They'll just be like, hey, that's only coming to PlayStation 5. I better buy PlayStation 5. So, I don't know. I think Souls fans are smarter than that to be lied to and like fall for that crap. All right. Then they showed the um, amazing game that is probably going to get the most sales for anything. They showed Fortnite because they've got ray tracing in there. Then they talked about PS Plus Benefits. Old man
2: Fear's favorite game right now.
1: Yep. Old Man Fear has been playing Fortnite, unray traced. Um, Tim and been getting a lot of wins in that game so congrats to tim he could show us a thing or two so the ps plus benefits so for playstation plus members we'll have a special new offering on playstation 5 the playstation plus collection ps5 owners with playstation plus will be able to download and play a curated cure curated that's not even a word a curated library a playstation (laughs) 4 games that define the generation like batman arkham knight bloodborne fallout 4 god of war monster hunter world persona 5 and many more um, it's interesting because some of these have been in the police, um, PlayStation Plus um, program before. Now, I, I need to go do some more research. And Devin, you might have heard this. But like some of these games that are going to be backwards compatible, like you won't be able to... Tr- they said something like they won't be coming to the digital only version. I'll have to look into more of that before I like say something that's completely wrong. Okay. Yeah. So so
2: it's really confusing on their messaging, right? Where they talked about backwards compatibility and they show like the digital version doesn't have backwards compatibility, which is maybe that's just like with the disc, you know, um, there's confusing messaging there, but that's their, you know what they do. But, I just want to point out also with the backwards compatibility, you know, they, they talked about that, but people are just kind of taking it and running, right? So they, Jim Ryan, that's his name, Jim Ryan, it came to me. Hey,
1: there you go. Um, he probably blocked he said, you on Twitter.
2: Of, of, probably. Uh, he says, of the thousands of PlayStation 4 games tested, 99% of them run on the PlayStation 5. And so people are all posting 99% of all PlayStation 4 games are backwards compatible on PlayStation 5. Is that what you would take from that sentence? Um, Read it again. She says, "Of of the thousands of PlayStation Four games tested, ninety nine percent of them run on the PlayStation Five and are backwards compatible."
1: That seems very clear cut.
2: Yeah. So, so you think they're saying all? So everybody's taking that as every single ninety nine percent of every PlayStation Four game is backwards compatible.
1: So that's what that when sentence says. they say says, of the
2: thousands tested, yeah, that's what that sentence wants you to believe. But when they say of the thousands tested, there's over four thousand games for the PlayStation Four, right? If if you wanted it to be clear cut and perfect, why would you not just say we tested all the place all four, you know, all the PlayStation Four games, and ninety nine percent of them are backwards compatible with the PlayStation Five. That gives you a clear-cut perfect answer, whereas this just leads people to believe with lies and deceit. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm just taking this as like, look, everything else you told us was a lie, so how how is this not also a lie? When when you blatantly just say, of the thousands tested, right? they didn't say they tested every single game, they just said they tested thousands of them. So, I mean, does that mean all of them? I mean, that's what people wanted to say, but... Well, How but the actual truth comes out. Right.
0: But I also understand. I also understand that like companies can't say that. Right. That's why that's why Lysol can get rid of like ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Like you can't yeah. say all. I right. Know. So so I get that part of it. I think I, I
2: mean, think at this Xbox point you're kind of just every Xbox one game is backwards compatible with the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S.
0: Well, okay. I mean, I, mean, I, I mean, my whole thing
2: is it's just another one of the points that they have kind of like kind of jabbing in, you know, like, oh, well, Microsoft has all this. Well, we have that, too. We did all of our stuff. But is it just another deception? Right. I don't know. And and I think it the seems big like thi- deception to me. I think but the big thing is, it
1: it's yeah, it's so hard to even figure know. out right now because we just don't know, like, when the next thing is going to drop and they're going to be like, oh, by the way. These things are actually backwards compatible and you have to have the disc for this. And, you know, because we don't know, like if you bought a PlayStation 4 game digitally on your PlayStation 4, we don't know if you're going to be able to play that digitally on your PlayStation 5. If you have the disc, you might be able to, but we don't know that for sure if it'll cross over because we haven't been told. One of the things that when Ubisoft, was it Ubisoft? Yeah, Ubisoft leaked their little presser saying that the PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 would not be backwards compatible. And they were forced to take that out of their information. And then recently today, Jim Ryan said, hey, yeah, it's not backwards compatible. So it's like, well, why did you have them take it out in the first place? and like my my thing is like okay that so that's news that like when we reported on that like we don't we don't care cuz we don't care to play PlayStation 1 2 or 3 games right that's just not something that we're interested in but it's like okay if we okay. tell people that now there's already this like huge amount of information out there that is either a wrong either b it's true or see it's being lost because of the pre-order stuff that if you put it out now it's like well we we told you guys here when all this stuff was going on it's just going to get lost in the mix of everything that's going on right so it's just this okay right. we have bad press now dump it all in right now so we can move past that i mean that's what that's the reason why like they announced God of War Ragnarok it's coming out in 2021 That quick after a huge game like God of War suggests that it is going to be something similar to Horizon Forbidden West. It's going to be something similar to Miles Morales. It's going to be an expansion to those original games. So most likely, like 95% sure, and I'll put money on that, that God of War Ragnarok comes to PlayStation 4. But they don't want you to know that. They want you to buy a PlayStation 5 thinking that it's going to be on the PlayStation 5. That's why they didn't tell us Forbidden West is coming to the PlayStation 4. That's why they didn't mention Miles Morales is coming to the PlayStation 4. Because if they say, hey, PlayStation 5, get rid of that thing that says PC so you can get Final Fantasy 6 here. Put that out. And then all of a sudden when all these new sites are like, hey guys, hold up. What's going on here? And then while that happens, even though they told us that pre-orders were going to go live today. And that they were going to tell people and they're going to go live. So it wouldn't be a mad dash to get them. And then all of a sudden, yesterday after the show, like, oh, Target's live, Best Buy's live, now Amazon's live. And there's this mad dash to get these things, mostly probably because it's scalpers trying to upsell them to other people. And now instead of us focusing on all these games are really coming to the PlayStation 4 and we don't need a PlayStation 5, it's, oh no, go get this because there's limited quantity and you're going to miss out. So it's like, hey guys, look at this, look over here. It's just like the weirdest way to roll out all of this information when like Sony was supposed to be heralded as this, they communicate, they know what we want. They know exactly how to message everything. Look at Xbox over there. Oh, we have a console for you. It's called the 360. Oh, we want you to use this as your media machine. And now how those things have flipped. And it's like, you, like Sony, you were at the top. Like, why are you shooting yourself in the foot by doing these stupid things to your consumers?
2: Like you have this massive base. Cause they're back to the arrogant Sony again, right? And well, like, yeah,
0: and it's just, it's, it's all, it's all about I don't, the Benjamins, and it's, and maybe it's, it can just be attributed to human error, right? Yeah, <laughs> human error by these huge,
1: massive companies that have hundreds of people looking at this stuff. Like these are your curated shows. Like you know when you're putting this out. This isn't like, oh man, like get the video together. Let's put it out tomorrow. Like you know what's happening. Like, to say that, oh, that was human error that someone typed into this, you know, composite video, this composite shot, hey, it's coming to PC also. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, he messed up. And that wasn't, like, you know, overlooked by 12 different people on the marketing team or on the legal team, both by Square and by Sony. That's like, you know, get that noise out of here. Like, yep. I, and granted, like, I was, I was ready To get a PlayStation 5. I was ready to pre-order. I was unable to because like the multiple times I had it in my cart, it just would not go through because I was excited to get a PlayStation 5. I was excited to play all these games and be like, hey, you know, this is the thing I'm going to play God of War on. I'm going to play Horizon Zero Dawn on. But it's like, A, like, do I want to support that kind of communication and, you know, deception from a company like Sony who by all means, like, does not need to do that to be successful? Like, they have the games to back up just saying, hey, guys, you know what? When we said we believed in Generations, we lied to you. Like, we really have a lot of PlayStation 4s out there, and that represents a lot of money selling games. Like, just say that. Just say, hey, we want you, especially during oh, the year. You, but you can't say that. I mean, like, look <laughs> at Microsoft. You know you can't say that. No, yes, I you because mean... Microsoft is saying it. Microsoft is saying, look, guys, you don't need to upgrade. You can... K- k- You can keep your Xbox One and you can play Halo Infinite. Like Sony, all they have to say is like, guys, 2020 sucks. We get it. We want you to have these games without breaking the (laughs) bank because a lot of you have lost jobs. A lot of you are without jobs. But guess what? You can play the new God of War on your PlayStation 4. You can play the new Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4. Upgrade next year if you want. Get, you know, better experience with RTX, with ray tracing. But instead they're like, oh man, buy this thing and pre-orders and then you know to find out afterwards via like these press releases that these things are happening this way and like to have other be to have people be like, Wait, what's going on? What's happening? Like that sucks. Your messaging sucks. And it's like a terrible, terrible tactic, and I hate it. Rant over and drink some water. <laughs> I do oh. think it
2: was funny, you know, that it was Jeff Keeley who first broke the these games were also coming to PlayStation four. And I mean, Jeff's a huge PlayStation fan. Um, obviously he does a lot of stuff for the industry, but I would say for sure, he's a, a really big fan of Sony. Right. And yeah. for him to be like, no, you know, these games are also coming to the PlayStation four um, people are like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know um, I think he definitely was like, ah, oh, this is, you know, this misdirection and deception is, is not cool. But, I mean, it's like we've talked about before. Nobody can stay on top for more than one generation. You know, Nintendo just chugs along and does what they do, and Sony and Microsoft go back and forth between, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously right now Sony still has an upper hand with all the the sway of the press and, and word of mouth or whatever type of things. But I think as it goes on, I mean, that was where Microsoft was at at the beginning of this current generation you know but then with everything that kept coming out oh it's better on better on the playstation oh uh, the messaging was bad you know all these things are making like the exact same mistakes like Steve was saying uh they're making the same mistakes that xbox did and it's just like arrogance when when they're going that way and uh i don't know i mean people are for the first time like today people i'd never really talked to about video games at work were like hey you getting that new xbox and i was like Oh, you're like what Xbox? did you say to me like yeah i mean it's it's better than the playstation right i'm like yeah <laughs> and then he's like yeah because they're like we're, most of the people at work play on playstation and um we're like yeah it's a better system than the than the playstation right it's more powerful everything's gonna run better on there right and i was like yeah and they're like oh cool yeah that's what i'm getting <laughs> and so i'm just
0: like and you're like who was that masked man
2: like oh, oh cool man right on um, but no, I think it's definitely interesting, you know, when you see things and people try and say like power doesn't matter. It didn't do that much for the series X or the one X, but, uh, obviously the name, right. Hard yeah. things to do. But, uh, it's because I got, you know, even now Sony still has that huge sway of all the people that are like, a lot of people did buy a one X, you know, and it did like make Sony look bad when, Everything ran better on the One X before. It was everything ran better on the PlayStation, and they made fun of Xbox for that all the time. You know, um, they made fun of them for practices that they were doing, but then they have the same things on their system now that they were making fun of Xbox for. But everything's totally fine again. You know, so it is just uh, what it is, right?
1: You know, I I think it's interesting because those people, like the people that that are working with you, like. You know, it makes you wonder where they're getting their news from. Like, what websites or what do they hear about the Xbox and PlayStation that are like, oh, this is better, let's go here. Because, like, these conferences, like, they're viewed by, like, hardcore fans, right? And then people are going to report on them. And it's just like, don't lie to your hardcore fans. Like, that seems like the dumbest thing that you can do. Because, like, we're going to call you on that stuff. But then again... Everyone on my Twitter timeline is running out to buy PlayStation 5s. but And, and that's fine. Like, if you want to buy a PlayStation 5, that's fine. Like, do it. Your games will look better. Yeah. They'll run better or whatever. But I just hate the, like, oh, generations. But, oh, guess what? All of our games are coming on PlayStation 4. We don't want to see. Look so look over there. You know? And, and that's what it is. And it sucks. All right. So let's talk about the other thing that's going to suck for all of us. Um, PlayStation 5 games. And I'm assuming some Xbox games. We don't know when yet this will happen, but they will be priced from fifty dollars to seventy dollars. Not, not first party, but these will be um, priced from fifty dollars to seventy dollars um, US. So that's a thing that's going to yeah. happen. We've talked about it before; it's going to happen. So,
2: yeah.
1: So let's talk I mean, about Xbox. The...
2: Already said that they're not raising prices on their games. So they they announced it like two or three weeks ago when it was first brought up back when 2K said that their games are going to be $70 on next-gen. They said, no, our games are going to be $60 next-gen. We're not raising their prices. So,
1: you know. Yeah, but that's all. I mean, we're playing all Microsoft games on Game Pass anyway, so it doesn't matter what they charge it. We're just going to yeah. pay our $15 a month, and we're going to get all their games. So I guess, I guess even if they did raise their prices to $70, it would just drive more people to get into Game Pass, which is what they want. All right. So here is the launch day games for... And this is from Sony Interactive Entertainment. These are the things that are coming out. You're going to get Astro's Playroom, which comes pre-installed. That's cool. You're going to get Demon Souls, which might come to the PC sometime in the future. Destruction All Stars. That's the game where it had a bunch of people running around a destruction derby thing that no one remembers. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and then Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man the Ultimate Edition, and Sackboy: A Big Adventure. Which is also coming to PlayStation 4. So those are your launch lineup from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Pretty cool.
2: Yeah, pretty see the Ultimate cool. Edition is the one that comes with the original Spider-Man game.
1: So the original thing it. that we learned that they told us was not a real thing. Sweet.
2: Yep. But And there's also currently no like upgrade path to get to the Ultimate if you already own that game. So um, just more things that you have to figure out and tell people. Cool. Or if you right. just have to buy a $40 expansion. Right?
1: And, and you might have to do that. But let's be done talking about that because we've talked about Sony for the last 54 minutes. That's a lot of minutes. So let's go ahead and jump over Jeez. to the next thing we want to talk about. I want to talk about Godfall with the announcement of the PlayStation. We got an announcement of the release date of Godfall because that was going to be one of the only next-gen games coming out for the PlayStation 5. Godfall will be releasing at the same time on the Epic Game Store. Eventually, this will probably also come to Steam, and it'll probably also come to Xbox. We don't know exactly when... They probably won't say that for a really long time, but November 12th is the release date for Godfall. And we got a couple of pre-orders. So there's a pre-order. <laughs> there's $60 version. You get the game. You get a Godfall starter pack. which gets you off to a head start with a selection of empowering items. You'll also get a chrome valor plate skin for Silvermane, Phoenix, Greyhawk. Those are the three key valor plates we have seen a lot of. You also get Zero Sword from Borderlands. That is one of the most uninteresting um, pre-order bonuses I've ever heard of because Zero Sword is a katana that is very small, thin katana in a game where you have super massive weapons. So why they thought this was like a really cool thing to put in the game, I'm not sure. Um, Gearbox Publishing is publishing... Godfall, so I'm sure they wanted to tie into their other stuff just to remind you that hey, they make Borderlands and that's still a game you can go play. So I'm sure that's why they did that. You also get a yellow valor plate skin for Typhon. There is an $80 version that will get you all of the above plus the expansion number one that will release sometime in 2021. Then there is the $90 Ascend version which gets you all of the above plus some more gold um, plates, like some a gold skin for those valor plates. You'll get gold weapon skins. A gold shield skin, a gold banner skin, unique multiplayer lobby title, and another orange valor plate, a skin for one of the valid plates named Vertigo. So, this is pretty interesting. Um, so, I made a video on this um, asking people or, you know, positing the question like, should you order Godfall? And I have been doing the Godfall 101 channel trying to like, you know, getting really excited about that game because I think that game looks really cool. Like finally they've been showing off a lot of 4K screenshots and it looks pretty impressive in 4K with all the new stuff. There's been a lot of videos that they've been showing that were on old tech. It's probably coming off the PlayStation 4. Who knows? Maybe this will come to the PlayStation 4 also for all we know right now. But for everything that we know of the game,
2: according to Randy,
1: (laughs) according to Randy Pitchford, it's not possible. But that guy does magic tricks. So he could probably just like put a whole magic set together and make this thing happen with a snap of his fingers. I don't think people should be ordering Godfall as much as I really want that game to succeed. Like we don't know hardly anything about that game. And it comes out in what did I say? How many days? 60... Fifty-seven days. It comes out. In I mean, they announced today that it, it's days. gone
2: gold, right? So like, they're they're done, and they haven't even shown us hardly anything.
1: We have not seen UI. We have not seen a full multiplayer match. We have not seen like the main hub. We've not seen like the character hub world. We saw it briefly. Like, we there's so much that we don't know, and it's crazy that we are this close and we don't know anything about the game. We haven't seen a single NPC. We haven't heard anything about story like when well like what are you guys waiting for like show us what the game is now it like it's very possible that they go like the apex route and just be like all right here's the game guys but if you were going to do that then you just wouldn't say anything at all till like the day of launch right but the way they're doing it now especially yep. like putting out pre-orders for something that you have no this is like buying a like a blind box of like a funko pop or something hey You know, you don't know what Funko Pop you're going to get, but go ahead and give us the money to do that. And then you open it up and you're like, oh, I don't want this. So it's really weird that we don't know anything about this game. Like, I wish we did, because I think the game, I hope the game is going to be fun. I want it to be fun. But, like, when, at what point do you, like, pull back the curtain, (laughs) you know?
2: Yeah, like, for me, it's just, like, I'm not going to buy this until after it comes out. And Steven's played it for a little bit and be like, yeah, this yeah, you It's okay to buy this game Uh, because I, you know, it's like fourth on my list, right? Of games to play that week. And it's $60. Uh, And so it's, yeah, and it's a full $60 game, but they haven't showed me anything uh, to say that it's a $60 game, you know? I don't know. I mean, it looks cool. I mean, the game looks amazing, right? The visuals are top-notch, no doubt about it. But that alone does not make a great game. I mean, look at Anthem. The game looks beautiful. It looks amazing. (laughs) But that alone can't save your game, right? You got to be honest. I think honesty really is the key, you know, Um, because when you're dishonest in the end, it's just going to bite you in the butt, you know? The truth is going to come out eventually, and when it does... Uh, it's gonna make you not look good, right? So that's what I'm worried about. Like the fact that they were like celebrating it on Twitter today. Oh, it's gone gold! You know they're making a big deal out of it. And It's like it's gone gold. You haven't shown us crap. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> it's not. A yeah, reason. well, I mean, I mean, show I mean us the least trailers, you know, it's, you, know <laughs> you gotta is, give us reason.
0: Is a game going gold in our current in our current in our current, in our current situation? Isn't that? reason in in and of itself to kind of celebrate right so like i guess when you you try to see the small miracles everywhere right because i because i bet it was i bet a lot of people at the studio thought yeah we got it we got it to go gold you know amidst everything that's going on so so maybe there's some celebration going on but you know
2: i just think it's crazy that it's gone gold so far ahead of the launch and they just they just haven't shown i mean usually that's like two weeks before it comes out is when the games go gold you know because they got a but and then this one's not even on disc, right? No physical edition. And so they don't have to send it off to the manufacturer. They don't gotta send the, the disc off and then it's like, Okay, well what are you doing for the next two months? <laughs> you know, I'm right. sure they're working on bugs fixing and everything else, but they got whatever version of their game to pass certification, so it's gone gold and it's ready to go. But um I don't know, it's interesting. And, I mean, we, we Stephen and I kind of laughed about the stuff. I mean, it was in our conversation with Randy Pitchford about someone's like, when's it going to come to Xbox? And they're like, well, I don't think it can. You know, I'm not a developer. It's like, you're not a developer. You're a CEO of a game company. I, don't
0: understand. <laughs> um, I guess CEOs aren't developers, yeah, though. So. He,
2: he's like, to so the dumbest thing I've ever – I mean, he says a lot <laughs> of really dumb stuff, so it can't be the dumbest thing. But he's like, I don't think, you know, we could cram it all down in to get it onto the S, It's like – Dude, all you have to do is lower the resolution. I don't understand what the problem is. Uh, it's <laughs> built to do that. Where you, all you have to do is sacrifice, lower the resolution, and it does everything else the same. And that, it was purpose built for that. Um, so, I mean, if you can't figure out how to do that, I don't, I don't know what that says about your game company. But okay, right? When you're you're putting it out on PC, that is, I mean, have they Steven have they put out the requirements for PC yet?
1: Uh, no, they have not.
2: Okay, so may, I mean, maybe it won't. Maybe their low-end PC settings, uh, you know, requirements are more than what the Series S can do. But that would be, you know, uh, pretty crazy. That would <laughs> be crazy if un- your low end is above.
1: Yeah, that would be highly yeah. unlikely. <laughs> I, I,
2: yeah, so just like, eh, you know, come on, let's not be stupid, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> they still have no yeah. specifications good. on there, which is like super surprising that there's nothing on there. Like it tells us what languages are supported in there. Game's gone gold. Yeah, so we've got English, French, German, Italian, Japanese. Well, it's Spanish, good you Spain. gotta support you gotta support languages,
0: right? You gotta you got see they got you that. Be going surprised for them, how many right?
2: how many of them don't because it costs a lot of money to, for localization. So. I,
0: I believe you, but I mean, again, like look at that silver lining. Like they got languages supported. You guys I, are just all Debbie Downer over here, man. No, you're I, like I'm really you're surprised, like, bringing though. down my my chi over here, man. I wasn't even this is like a, considering this is a rough that, one.
1: I wasn't even considering that there's not a physical edition out. That's really weird that there's not a physical edition of this game going out there. Especially Huh. That's really weird. I didn't It's on the
2: Epic Game Store for PC, so they don't have right. any physical discs for that game store. So that doesn't surprise me.
1: No, but I mean, it's going mean, to be on it PlayStation Five. Me that they don't
2: have one for the PlayStation Five.
1: Well, that's what I meant. Like, and there's they no. They don't f- have a disc for it.
0: So yeah, that's very interesting. Huh. Wow, you're like you're like rocking Steven at the core, man. He's like foundations <laughs> are being shook.
1: No, these it's are just Thursday. like, the, these are just the <laughs> things that you automatically expect so to you happen. Jump trash. Yeah. yeah.
0: You automatically expect things
1: like that to happen. Like, hey, there's going to be a physical edition. There's going to be some physical rewards if you pre-order it. There's going to be a statue or a keychain or you're going to get this little doodad, but to, like not have anything and have your game go gold. Like, that's just pretty interesting.
0: All right. So we have. Maybe to, you'll get like an iPhone background or something, something you could just put on your phone and just like, hey, look, I pre-ordered it and I got this I QR mean, you, code. If you, you go to the uh,
2: Harry Potter, the uh, Hogwarts Legacy website, you can get a pretty nice uh, cell phone background when you sign up for the newsletter. Just so you know.
1: Oh, but yeah. That's a, that's a digital reward. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to burn through these. Are you, next. Are you showing it? <laughs> I'm going to burn through these next things really quick because we've been talking a really long time. And I think a lot of these things have been covered in other places. Um, So borderlines three announces next gen support and more at PAX. So that's going to be a thing that you can do. And you're just going to get upgraded automatically from gearbox. So good for them. The gods and monsters name change thing was that was, yeah, the gods and monsters name change thing that was contested by monster energy um, was a really dumb story. And it was kind of funny that, like Monster Energy was going to do that, but there's been some conflicting reports on that, so we're not going to cover that. The whole talk about Microsoft having talks to buy Bungie that was reported on, and then um, Parsons came out. It's Parsons, right, Devin? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Parsons. How come I'm not remembering? Yeah, Pete, Pete Parsons. Parsons. He came CEO. out. And, he came out and said that that was not true. The, um, Sony reportedly scaling back I mean, production. He's not going to the-
2: say that it is true, right? <laughs> um,
0: I yeah, guess he, he's probably not
2: going to let I that happen. In out Exile of did the same thing when there was talks that they were going to be purchased by Microsoft. And they're like, no, no, that's not true. And then a couple months later, hey, we're purchased by Microsoft. You know, so like... I
1: think there's a lot of legal stuff that happens with those big acquisitions anyway that you can't really talk about them or you can't yeah. lie about them. I don't know. There's a lot of legalese involved there. So, some more stuff like Sony I reportedly. Bet you can
0: lie about them
1: yeah I'm sure you can lie about everything you can lie about it if you're believing generations or not, so Sony reportedly was going to be- cu- um <laughs> pulling back on their production of the PlayStation five They later came out and said that that was also false um so believe Sony if you want i guess um
2: did they say it's false so again the wording right like all they said was we've not changed our forecast right yeah our projection right they, they didn't say they rolled back production they just said. You know, they haven't but, changed it we haven't changed our numbers, so
1: But those pre-orders yeah. sure went fast. All right, so Rocket League is going to free to play next week, which is actually gonna be pretty cool. So it'll be delisted from Steam and you'll be able to go play Rocket League over on the Epic Game Store. If you purchased the game previously, they're gonna unlock all the DLC that they've given you before. So if you have ever purchased Rocket League. You can go unlock all that stuff on the Epic Game Store. and You can play Rocket League, which is a super fun game. It's if Michael would ever clumsy. stay in the back and guard the goal, then you might actually be able to win. Um, so Mist is getting a remake yeah, and coming to Oculus
0: because that's the problem.
1: Mist is getting a remake and coming to Oculus Quest. Mist was the point-and-click adventure that came out on the PC like hundreds of years ago. It seems like there's multiple discs to play that game. Um, Riven and then Mist three what was a river was the third game called i'm pretty sure it was Miss something else so there's missed riven i forget what the third game was these are super cool games it'll be extra cool to play them in vr and get immersed in that experience so that'll be a lot of fun then there was a nintendo direct today where a new monster hunter game was announced for the nintendo switch so happy birthday to everyone that plays monster hunter and owns a switch so that was a lot of news really fast, but I wanted to cover that before we um, cut out of here really quick and give us time to do a couple other things. So, um, Any other comments on the news there? Or are you guys good with the news that we just blasted through?
2: Well, there's lots of news, lots of games coming out. November's going to be pretty heavy, right? We miss you! What the Don't, worry, was, about Don't worry about
0: that. Don't worry about that.
2: Don't worry about that. We
0: that? Who is at your house? What We're is going really on? just
2: on the show today. Don't don't worry about that. It was on don't. his phone that he's just paying attention to. It's over not
0: there. my. It's not my phone. I'm multitasking. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep it <laughs> going. No, I want to focus on this no, thing that's happening.
2: Uh, yeah, house. it's gonna be a lot of fun, right? <laughs> I am interested to see if Microsoft's gonna do one more show to at to actually like show off and announce like, okay, these are the launch day launch week whatever titles you know um for the xbox series x because i mean they covered a lot of different games in their different shows that are that are coming to the series x and the series s Uh um so yeah i mean i want to see what else is coming even though i don't have time to play any more games (laughs) besides you know the four that i've already committed to um oh yeah I mean I I'm gonna have to take a week off for Thanksgiving to try and get some stuff done.
0: <laughs> Catch up on all your good stuff. Good luck
2: with that. Um but yeah, no, I mean it's it's good. You know, oh did you see the thing for the thirty the thirty eighty, right? Newegg said today on Twitter like they had more traffic on the website today for people trying to buy the thirty eighty than they do on Black Friday. Oh wow. So I mean there's there's definitely high demand for the new graphics cards a lot of people want to get the new stuff and I mean that's pretty cool. So technology improving is always a great thing and I'm excited for new consoles. Eventually I'll probably get a PlayStation five, just like I got a PlayStation Four and then a PlayStation Four Pro. And uh yeah, it'll probably sit there and I won't really play it that much, but there'll be a game that comes out where I have But to by buy golly, it. You'll, you'll have it. it. <laughs> you'll
0: have it at least. It'll be uh, collecting dust somewhere.
2: Yeah. No, I mean it's definitely an exciting time to be a gamer, right? So
1: exciting time to be a gamer to I'm excited to have people want to compete for our dollar and lie to us if that's what it takes to get to our dollar. So I should stop saying that. We love I want you. Your dollar. We love you Sony. We really really do. Alright, um let's go ahead and add I think to our you're not playlist. telling the truth. Yeah, let's go ahead and add to our playlist and let's get out of here and then we'll call it a. So for our freelancer codex Spotify playlist, volume number one, I'm gonna go ahead and add uh Sorry for Now by Lincoln Park. I think this track has a lot of deeper meaning. It'll probably mean a lot of different things for different people, but it's been helping me this week because, you know, sometimes all you can say is sorry for the things that are happening around you and that hopefully things get better and that things will improve. So that is sorry for now by Lincoln park, Mike, what do you got added to here? Well,
0: <clears throat> So, um, as we were having our, our, uh, Spider-Man, um, discussion, I was thinking about all the cool things about Spider-Man and one of the coolest things is the song in Spider-Verse, um, called what's up danger by wait for it. By Black Way and Black caviar um, you know that's a great pump- up song and it just it's great going through miles uh, transition when he's deciding to become a hero and uh, you know he's gonna do it and and so I, I like that I'm going with what's up danger
2: cool cool, cool. Uh, I put on here something from a video game near and dear to my heart uh, it is from Sea of thieves. Uh, My kids love to play Sea Thieves a lot. I enjoy playing it. Um, I've been taking a little break for like the last month and a half, two months. But my kids still play it on a daily basis. They have a great time, all three of them, um, as they're yelling between the garage and the living room and everything else. And they're trying to set up parties, and they really irritate me and break my stuff. But uh, they have a great time playing, and it's a lot of fun. But I was thinking about this music, and, and I really enjoy A New Dawn. Right. Came out with an expansion. Uh in Sea of Thieves. So they have a lot of really great original soundtrack music for that game that just kinda speaks to me, you know, and this is one of the tracks. So
1: very, very cool. Very cool. All right. So for everyone for hanging out with us for an episode one hundred and forty in chat, everyone that'll be listening on the podcast, we appreciate you. Want you to remember that you have value that you yeah, that you're valued by people and you need to remember that your life does have value. Um, even if it's not attached to another person or another thing, you have to believe that you are worth something and you are worth something to someone else. So just remember that. And we need to play this um, random clip here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To... Nope, not that one. I got to delete that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope, that's that how man? i like, laughing. That was really loud. Brave about... season to you. There you May go. their
2: bones be picked clean. Uh, what?
0: Get some thank you for listening here. to the Freelancer Codex, a podcast brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn Network. Follow us at Freelancer Codex on Twitter or Twitch. Send emails to FreelancerCodex at gmail.com or voice messages to anchor.fm slash FreelancerCodex slash message. We wish to thank all of our Patreons. We are grateful for you all.